live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. Today is April 20th, year of our Lord, 2021. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. I want to welcome you all to the first broadcast of Tuesday, this wonderful week that God gave us and giving us this wonderful breath, eyesight, ears, taste, all of that. What a gift from God. And I just want to thank you all for being here this morning. As you know, there's a little bit of a change that's going on this week. I'm not live on YouTube. You're going to be watching these videos on Rumble and then shared to places like Freedom and Parlor and Telegram and others. Um, and you can also go to JeremyHarrell.com and make sure that you listen to the podcast if for some reason you can't watch or you don't have a Rumble account or you're little, you know, you're, you're not tech savvy enough to get on another platform, then definitely just type into your browser, JeremyHarrell.com, and you can go and listen to the podcast twice a day, like every day, so that you can still get your live from America fixed because we know you need it right here from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. So thank you guys all very much. Even though we are not live, we are still going to give our shout outs to those who are watching this, um, to those who contribute, to those who support. I know that times like this, you know, this is a dark time for a a lot of us because we're going through such, uh, and, and and you'll hear this in my morning verse, we're walking through a valley right now of the shadow of darkness because there's so many evil people out there that are pitted against you there are so many people out there that are evil and that are pitted against us and against everything that the traditions of this country stand for and what this country was built on and it's really hard it's really really hard but the one thing that we do have the one weapon that we do have that one arrow in the in nancy pelosi's quiver that we do have uh is no it's not nancy pelosi's ninja skills no it's not that No, it is God. It is God and it is the Holy Spirit and it is Jesus Christ in our journey with him. So having said that, I want to thank you all for your support, for your continued donations, your subscriptions, uh, buying from the store. Every little bit of that helps us increase the viability of the website, increase the strength of the website, and allows us to open up more platforms to be on. Because... The big ones, like the Rokus, the Fire Sticks, the Vimeos, and all that's the Vimeo Live anyway, which we'll be getting very soon. Um, all of that is a cost. Uh, so, it's very important that what you guys are doing. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I would like to give some shout-outs right now uh, to people who donated this morning. And, um, you know, I, I, I think I should go through these more often to the people who donate daily. It's I, I do try to get back to you through email, uh, but it's... It, you know, that, that works out to be pretty hard. So I should, I should check in for the morning donations before every show and, and, and give some shout outs to those people who are uh, able to do that right now. And again, if you're not able to donate, no big deal. Support in any way you can, whether they're likes, whether they're shares, comments, it all helps out and, and advances the gospel and the truth and uh, basically the uh, education of the Constitution, and of this country, and of your rights. So let's get right to it. Susan Redstreak, I want to thank you 
so very much for your monthly support. Heather Traeger, same with you. Thank you. Kimberly Luke, and that is L-U-E-K. I hope I say that right. It could be Lewick. But Kimberly Lewick, um, I saw your donation come in this morning too, and I want to thank you so very much for your support to help through these hard times. And 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 it's we see a light at the end of the tunnel. We really do. With Frank's speech, with freedom, with whatever President Trump comes out with, with with uh, uh, Rumble, there there are, there is a light at the end of the tunnel to get away from these evil draconian. Uh, dictators that we call Osama bin Wannabe, which is Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg, and the rest of those big tech tyrants. Okay, Elizabeth West, thank you so very much. I appreciate it. Don Betha, I hope I said that right. Don Betha, it could be Betha, but Don Betha, thank you. Mickey Chard, thank you for your donation. I very much appreciate it. Um, Betty, I hope <laughs> some of these hard, last words, names are hard to say. Becky, Betty Carlucci, I want to thank you so very much, Carolyn Tucker and Jennifer Waller. You, uh, you folks are amazing, and that's just a handful of you. There's a lot more, and I'm sorry I can't get to all of you, but you know who you are, and you are making a big, massive difference. And all of those who are sending Bibles are making a big, massive difference. Everybody in this audience is working together for a great cause, and I couldn't be more happy. All right, so having said that, let's get right to the verse of the day today because we need to give our honor, our love, our attention, and every bit of us to God because, hey, without him involved or without doing it for him, none of it matters and none of it will be successful. The verse of the day today actually is very uh, indicative of what we're all going through right now, every one of us, and, and hence why you're getting frank speech. Now, I know that people are attacking it left and right. I know it's hard to get on there. I know that the the, the uh, site is all messed up and jacked up in some places, especially depending on what time you try to get on it. Uh, but it is being worked out, and we have their assurance, especially me being a content creator on there. We do get emails with updates on what's going on there. So I'll keep you guys updated as we continue to go. Look, nothing amazing was ever done easily. Remember that. Nothing ever was done that was just earth-shattering, and it was easy. It's always going to be hard. It's always going to be an uphill battle. But that's why we're here to begin with, isn't it? All right. Verse of the day today comes from Psalm 23, 4 through 6. And it says this, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And... Folks, think about this first. Yea, the way, I mean, we've all heard it, right? We've heard it on movies. We've heard it in songs. It, it's a very popular verse, but let's break down what it really means. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. It almost can coincide right with what I say at the end of every day. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. If you take no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and you mix that with you shall fear no evil, then what have you to worry about to begin with? You know what I mean? So think about that. And I asked, the title of, the, of my morning um, verse was, Are You in a Dark Time? Are you in a dark time? That's why I, because a lot of us are right now. Not only with the election, not only with the COVID, but with the censorship. I mean, it's a dark time to be who we are today. Um, so, so I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thou art with me. Think about it. You have, you have Jesus right here at all times. And who can beat God? You know what I mean? So I wrote this. Dark times call for drastic measures. 
So drastic, in fact, that a small bright shining light can eradicate all the darkness around you. Think about that. Think about that. Darkness can never shut out light, but the tiniest light can eradicate darkness. That's amazing. So think of the darkness as the evil. Think of the light as the good, as the gospel, as God. The tiniest little speck of it can eradicate any darkness around it. But no dark, no amount of dark can over uh, uh, take over or battle uh, the tiniest light and, 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 and scuff it out. It can't happen. It just can't happen. So, um, so this verse is for all of us who are in a dark time or going through some difficult, something difficult. I'd say it's safe to say, I'd say it's safe to say that it's almost every one of us reading this right now that are either going through a dark time or going through something difficult. The question is, how long are we going to allow the darkness to surround us? We have a flashlight with a bright LED bulb right in our back pockets. It's called the gospel. It unites us. It guides us. And it gives us hope. And it's a light in the darkness. And it's very, very real. All you have to do is clear your mind, find a quiet place, focus on the cross, and open the Bible. Focus on the cross and open the Bible. If you can do those few simple steps, you are pulling out your flashlight and lighting a path for you to walk. You will instantly feel better because you are in the presence of the Lord. It's like a cell phone programmed with only his number. You can only start receiving calls back on that cell phone when you start making the calls first. It's that easy. Don't let anyone tell you any different because that isn't uh, because this isn't me telling you this. It's the gospel and the promise of God himself and he is incapable of lies. So why would he tell you all those things and why would all those things um be in the Bible, be in the gospel for you, those instructions for you, if it wasn't true. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. So I wanted to, uh, I really, I was happy to get that verse out there today. And as I was typing it this morning, I said, wow, this is great. This is great because I can, like I said, I can bet you that every single one of you who are watching this right now are either going through some dark times or going through something difficult. And that's how you beat it right there. The B-I-B-L-E, the basic instructions before leaving this wonderful earth that God gave to us. Amazing, isn't it? It's a great time to be a Christian, isn't it? All right, folks, we are going to get right to the Lord's Prayer. So you know the drill. And if you don't, because you're new to watching, maybe you're new watching on Rumble. Maybe you're new to JeremyHarrell.com. Maybe you're new to listening to the podcast. We give our honor to God every time before we start the news. And that is done, finally, with the Lord's Prayer. So... If you can, and you know the Lord's Prayer, say it with me, out loud, even if you're by yourself, because you're never alone, and it's from your lips to his ears. But if for some reason you can't, say it inside for the Spirit to hear it. Ready? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Not a woman, 
Amen. Thank you guys so very much. And you want to know what's cool? Is I've had so many people message me and say, you know, I used to say the Lord's Prayer when I was a kid, but I forgot all about it. And it was rusty getting back to it, but it was like riding a bike. As soon as I started saying it, it started coming back just like that. It's like words to a song. And so many people say it now, and it's and it helps so many people throughout their day. And uh, and the reason I do it is because it's the one thing that always helped me. If I said that, then that means for that little bit of time, I was focusing on those words because they're quite a bit of words. It's quite a bit of uh, words back to back to back to back for you to you know. It's like a verse of a song. You have to remember it. So when you're saying it out loud, you're forced to focus on it. And when you're forced to focus on it, your entire being changes, doesn't it? Can I get an amen in the comments? Give me an amen in the comments and copy the link and share the video over on Facebook or YouTube or wherever else. Take the video, do whatever you want with it. My permission to you. How about that? All right, we're going to get to the first and foremost section of the day today. And ladies and gentlemen, we are going to chat quickly about the border because we all know the border's a crisis. We're talking about it every day. Some of you are probably even sick and tired of hearing about the southern border and what's going on down there. The thing about it is, though, is we cannot, even as, even if we talk about it every hour of every day, we can't take our focus off of it because the problem isn't getting better. It's getting worse. And when I mean worse, I don't just mean people coming across the southern border. That is one of five different major things that are happening here. you got people coming across the border illegally, which is wrong, which is illegal, which is, in some case, if you are... Uh, if you are complicit in this and you have uh, facilitated and complicit into it, it may be felony cases that you are um, racking up every time somebody comes across that border. But it's the drugs. It is the massive drug flow that's coming into our country that's going to end up killing one of your children or somebody that you know's children as they get into early adulthood. Okay, You have the human trafficking, whether it be for slave or whether it be for work, or whether it just be to use a kid to recycle over and over again to get other people into the country. You have sex trafficking. That's major right there. Because of why? Because no person, whether they're 5 or 50, should ever have to feel like they are being preyed upon, used, or continue to be raped uh, and sold to people and live that kind of life. It is, the, it is hell on earth. And guess who? And guess who invites it? That's right, your resident illegally in the White House with his hairy legs and all, Joe Biden. Think about this, guys. Let's talk about the border for a minute. President Trump had a cap. He had a cap on how many people could come across the border each year. He had a cap on unaccompanied minors, which was 15,000 people. Now you say, why not 16,000? Why not 17,000 if you're going to allow any thousand of unaccompanied minors to come through the border? Well, because you have to be humane, number one, a, major, a, a, a number of those are, are actually kids that are unaccompanied, that just have, have been used and then left into the desert, have been uh, raped and left into the desert. You don't know what the reason is for. Okay, so you have to be humane, but at the same time, you also have to understand your resources. How much money can we spend on this every year? How much can we give to these people? How many people can we let in? How many resources do we have to facilitate this kind of a... Uh, invasion without breaking the bank ourselves. I don't even think it's that many, but President Trump had a cap, which was 15,000 minors a year coming across the border. Now, the hairy-legged, kid-sniffing, super-forgetful Biden residency 
wanted to increase that number to 62,500, from 15,000 to 62,500 by the end of fiscal year this year, which is actually October. Think about that, from 15,000 to 62,000. That's like almost 50,000 more people. That is absolutely insane. That is absolutely ridiculous, right? But that is what that illegal, kid-sniffing, hairy-legged, super forgetful man that is illegally in our White House right now, that's what he wants. Well, maybe that's not he wants. Maybe that's what his administration wants. Hold on. To slurp or not to slurp? Today, let's give one slurp for every no slurp. How about that? Hmm. There's the slurp. Okay, moving on. Now, they wanted 62500 by the end of this fiscal year. But, hold the horses, all right? On <clears throat> Which, by the way, Biden still thinks that we all drive, is horses. Um, on April, because, you know, he's been into, he's been in, in, uh, into uh, government for, what did he say, like uh, 100 years or something, since 1800 or something? <laughs> Who knows? 100 years ago when I came in, like, oh, oh, oh. Moving on, on April 16th this year, Biden, which was just a few days ago, Biden's puppets reverted back to the Trump limit, the policy, uh, of 15000 because of humanitarian reasons. Well, duh. Well, duh. You think? You, you think because of humanitarian reasons? Yeah. You're already at a problem with 15000 with all of those five major problems that I just said. But now you want to increase it by almost fifty thousand, and you don't think, and you think there's not going to be a violation of human rights. So they went back to the Trump policy, admitting that Trump was right, <clears throat> because they're just getting torched in the media. They're getting torched by their own friends, CNN, and they just don't. They're getting backed into a corner every day. So they said, "Okay, hold up, hold up, back up the uh, back up the illegal invasion truck here, real quick, and let's go back to Trump's number, which is fifteen thousand, but <laughs> only temporary." Only temporary, folks. The plan is actually still, this is a temporary uh, Trump policy, uh, you know, that they're reverting back to. Won't last long because they still plan to increase that number of unaccompanied minors coming over the border even further now by the end of fiscal year. Where it was going to be 62,500, it is now double that. That's right. Your hairy-legged commander and thief himself, sniffing kids and all, Sitting in a pool with corn pop, kids jumping on his lap because he loves it. All of that. He wants 125,000 unaccompanied minors coming across that border by the end of fiscal year, which would be October 2021. Do you think if we couldn't facilitate 15,000 that we're going to be able to facilitate 125,000? 10 times roughly? More than that, come on, man. That's that's malarkey. That's that's malarkey. I'm I'm Joe's husband, uh, and that's malarkey. It's ridiculous, is what it is, and it's stupid. So because it's stupid, and because it's ridiculous, you know what we got to do, Joe. We don't like to give it to you every day, but you are just so dumb. Man, that swamp donkey bucket is filling up fast, and we need to get that rhino bucket filled. But I don't think we're gonna have to wait much longer i think there's a bunch of rhinos out there that are having a bad time <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna call them out on it because we're not just here because we have a d or an r behind our name or in front of our names <clears throat> we're here because we stand up for the good old red white and blue <clears throat> those founding fathers that you see behind me right there behind me and up in the corner up there signing the declaration of independence and we're here for the constitution that's why we're here <laughs>
So I don't care if you've got a D in front of your name, an R, an ABC, or if you belong to the LGBTQ community. You are getting roasted if you do something wrong right here on Life from America. And that's the way it'll always be. All right, moving on to somebody that you would not think would fight for you, the ACLU. Now, the ACLU used to be an organization or was founded to be an organization that stood up for people's what? Civil liberties, civil rights. <clears throat> well, the ACLU... Uh, about a year ago, said they were pretty much giving up on all of that to pair themselves with BLM. And they were only going to be issued about civil rights that that uh, pertain to black Americans. How black? Who knows? Where's the cutoff? I don't know. Can you be brown? Maybe not. Got to be a dark shade? I don't know. You light skin? Dark skin? Who knows? Where is the standard, ACLU? But I can't, I cannot, I cannot um, uh, criticize them today. Because I, I felt like Joe Biden just there. I couldn't even say, I cannot criticize, I can't criticize today. I cannot criticize them today because today I'm going to report that they are now asking the Supreme Court <clears throat> to make a ruling and to basically overrule two federal judges. These federal judges go by the name of James Bosberg and David Sattel. James goes, uh, Bosberg and David Sattel, both of them oversee the FISA court and the FISC court, the Fisk court. Both of them are ma basically married when it comes to getting FISA warrants to illegally, I might add, spy on people. You know, that God-given right that you have to privacy and stuff, that doesn't, you know, the government says that doesn't exist. Anyway, the ACLU is fighting and asking the Supreme Court to overrule these two federal judges and grant them access to all FISA court rulings. Now, Judges James Bosberg and David Sattel have, uh, are the two federal judges that said, no, you cannot have access to court findings when it comes to FISA warrants. Uh, excuse me. Yes, you can. Why? Because you are the governed. We, the people, are the governors. You are the governed. We give you the power to do what we want you to do. We have God-given unalienable rights from birth that we are given, and you are there to make sure that you protect those rights and to protect us from all enemies, foreign and domestic. That is your main job. That is your one priority. That is your one goal is to get out there and, and protect those rights, not go over them, not stamp stampede them, not trample all over them, do not tread on me. However, Judges James Bosberg and Judges and Judge Dave Sattel feel like you do not have the right as an American to the findings of the FISA court, which should not be a, a thing anyways. It, this, is a, this is a complete uh, stampede of our rights to even have a FISA court. But anyway, let's move on. And that all came to you in the aftermath of the, of the uh, what was it, the Patriot Act? that George Bush signed, that allowed him to spy on everybody? Yeah, he's a, he's a scumbag too. But anyway, moving on, um, the ACLU's fighting this. This is huge because the ACLU never, ever, 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 ever fights for what's right anymore. They are specifically referring in this request to the uh, people's rights like Carter Page, they even mentioned, in the Trump campaign, whose rights were violated. Michael Flynn, whose rights were violated, Okay. The, and they specifically actually mentioned Carter Page's name as his rights being violated and others who were infringed upon. Now, wouldn't you know it? The FISA and the Fisk judges that oversee these matters denied the request. So the ACLU 
argues that those judgments that those, that are made in those FISA court decisions are law. Those are judgments on law. Whose law? We the people's law. The United States citizens' laws. So because they are judgments on laws that we the people elect you or put you in that position to enforce, and all that information belongs to us. So it is a violation of our rights and the ACLU is actually fighting for we the people, even if your skin color happens to be that of mine, which is a saltine American. So I would like to give a smarty today to the ACLU for actually doing what they're supposed to do and stand up for our God-given civil rights. Thank you, ACLU. Boom, right into the Trump bucket, right? Because you got to be a smarty. You got, oh, 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 we got too much too much winning going on here. Slow down. It's, it's playing over and over again. But ACLU, you never see him standing up for you. You never see him standing up for anybody, especially somebody in the Trump campaign like Carter Page. So that's a good thing. And uh, it's another win for us. And we need to celebrate these wins and not just listen to the bad news that comes from mainstream fake news media every day. Because we do have a lot of good news. You just don't hear about it. You do here on Life from America. So if you want to share the good news, share the gospel, share the truth with a little bit of humor and a lot of patriotism, then share this with your friends. Send it to them in a text message. You can send a link anywhere. Somebody can click it and watch. That's our goal. We really need to get the we really need to make sure that Rumble is doing the same numbers as all other social media sites because this is a site that we can always go back to. We need to make sure that the podcast numbers are where they need to be. You need to follow these places so that when things like is happening right now with YouTube, we're always okay. You'll never miss a show. Ever, ever, ever. And I am dedicated to make sure that I never let you down. Now, we won't slurp. One slurp for every slurp to make everybody happy. So, you know, people don't unfollow me. Like what happened yesterday? Because I slurp and it's rude. <laughs> Woo! All right, speaking of President Trump, President Trump was with Sean Hannity last night. I told you he was going to be last night uh, after uh, at the end of last night's show. He was with Sean Hannity and he said some very interesting things. So I have a clip pulled up that I want to play for you um, from this, uh, from this uh, interview last night with Sean Hannity. And it's very, very, very interesting. So here we go. President Trump talking with Sean Hannity last night on Fox News. You running again in 2024. What, what are the odds? If I were to First ask of all, it's a long time. The odds, the odds, what are the odds? Look, the odds, the odds, what are the odds? Numbers, nobody's ever gotten the numbers I got. No sitting presidents come even close. There's more popularity now than there was the day before the election because they see how bad things are at the border. They see what's going on. They see that their guns are going to be gone, their Second Amendment, their taxes are going up, regulations are going through the roof, jobs are going to go out. Well, you see, you know, this is going to take a little while to show. But if they add all these regulations back, the jobs are going to be gone. Your energy independence is going to be gone. So I, I say this. I, I am looking at it very seriously beyond seriously uh from a legal standpoint i don't want to really talk about it yet it's a little too if soon. you did run and did win what would you do differently um when i came in we were hit with phony russia 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 investigations it was a total phony deal i was three years of your no, presidency no. i've been i've been fighting off investigations for five years i mean really 
since the almost the day that we came down and they were corrupt democrat inspired i still have it they were democrat inspired investigations russia i remember sean and i don't have too much time i guess with you but a, a story i think it's interesting i haven't told it before uh, during the campaign in 2016 i'd be asked like by one of our aides sir do you have anything to do with russia i say no no that would be it then a month later somebody would say what do you know about russia i said no what i don't know what you're talking about okay i wouldn't think of it then after three or four or five times people would say do you know anything about russia i kept saying huh so after three or four times i said what's going on with russia they created a phony deal it was paid for by Hillary, crooked Hillary Clinton. They made a phony Russian disinformation dossier. The reason why I'm playing this so long beyond what he said about running is because this has everything to do with the FISA court that I was just talking about. Oh, and they used it to spy right. on you as a candidate, right. your transition team, and while you were president. It says at the top of a FISA warrant, verify. It was unverifiable, and they knew it. 17 times. They knew it. Right from the get-go. They knew they were warned beforehand, and they knew it certainly from Christopher Steele and the subsource by it January. It was a total fraud. Yeah. And you know what it did? It hurt any possibility of dealing with Russia. We could have we could have had a good... Look, they'll say, oh, he loves Russia. Getting along with Russia is a good thing, not a bad thing. Getting along with China is a good thing. The problem we had with China was COVID. Because nobody ever took out so much money from China. You know, if you look at China, I was taking tens of billions of dollars of tariffs from China, and our farmers were doing great. The reason they were doing great was because of the tariffs, I was able to sign a great deal for our farmers. But getting along with these countries, getting along with Kim Jong-un of North Korea, when I came in, President Obama said, and I think this is very public, it's going to, the biggest problem we have is North Korea. There's going to be a war. There was no war. We got along great. He I writes me letters. I like him. He likes me. There's nothing wrong with that. I got along great with President Putin. I liked him. He liked me. That's a good thing, not a bad thing. They made up this phony hoax just recently, which came out two days ago, that it was a total phony Russian. It was a big you know. deal in the campaign. Yeah, but you know what it does? It keeps you away from these countries, from dealing economically. We could have made a lot of money. They have great natural resources. Which is exactly what the Democrats wanted. They wanted to keep us away from world peace. They hated the fact that President Trump was getting nominated for Nobel Peace Prizes, prizes all over the world. They couldn't stand it. They wanted to keep us away from these countries. So they made up stories about these countries to do what? To demonize these countries. It's classic Nancy Pelosi, stretch face Armstrong, wrap up smear campaign. Demonize somebody, attach somebody to that person, and they are guilty by association. And that is how the Democrats work. They are disgusting, they're slimy, and they have little tentacles everywhere with little with with corporations, with big tech, with 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 uh, charities, with nonprofit groups, and they use every single one of them all at once, all the time, which is why they the court of public opinion is more powerful than the actual court of law in the United States today, which is exactly why I said that Republicans need to start changing their tactics. You don't have to get dirty, but you do have to become united. And the only way we're going to do that today is through the gospel, through God, because we are so far divided and the devil's sitting back going, ah, <laughs> look at you dummies. 
Look at you, dum-dums. We got to overcome it, folks. We got to overcome it. But speaking of dum-dums and speaking of disgusting, slimy organizations, let's talk about BLM for a minute because let's talk about last night. Let's talk about every night with BLM and Antifa on the streets. But BLM, a.k.a. Burn, Loot, Murder, um, with the help of that idea that, ha- that happens to be Antifa that only comes out at night so they don't get in trouble. Well, last night, there's no proof of this yet, but a church burned in the same neighborhood as the trial that's going on with Derek Chauvin. Chauvin, I don't know his last name, how it's pronounced. I think it's Chauvin. Okay? A church burned last night. What else happened last night? Well, not only did a church burn, and I believe it was definitely them because they hate Christians and they hate the, the family, and BLM hates the family nucleus. They hate Christ. So, of course, a church would burn in the same area that they are. But, ladies and gentlemen, not only do they hate the family nucleus, but they also destroyed a Popeyes. They also destroyed a natural grocers and even a youth center. So, I'm going to play you real quick a quick video of the fire that was started at this church last night. Very, very, it's, it's sad. It really is sad, ladies and gentlemen. It's sad. Let's just say it. It is. Here we go. Look at that. Just look at that. Look at that. Unbelievable. Ungodly. Satan sitting back laughing. BLM and that idea that is Antifa causing the problems. Let's scroll down and show you an overhead shot. Look at that. The church just burning away. Burning away. Burning away to nothing. The house of God. One of the most sacred places on earth besides your heart where God lives. And it's being burned in the neighborhood. Because you might not see a murder um, conviction out of this trial. Because of the facts. Because of where the facts and the truth took us. And if it's one thing that we stand on as Christians, it is truth. Ladies and gentlemen, it's truth. So, um, the funny thing about this is, is all of this violence and all of this hatred, those seeds are planted by our politicians. That stuff that you see, the burning of the church, the smashing in the windows of a youth center, a youth center for crying out loud. But why should we think that BLM or anybody else cares about our youth? Look at the indoctrination that's happening. Nobody cares. The left doesn't care about youth. They want to indoctrinate. They want to put, they want to put hate, hate-filled guns and hate-filled uh, arrows and quivers in the, into the hands of every youth and make them think that you and your uh, beliefs, and your uh, beliefs, and your and your religion, your faith, your political beliefs, you're the bad one. You're the one that's evil, and they should destroy you because you somehow are oppressing everybody else on this planet. And I'm not just talking about because you might be white. I'm talking if you are a Christian conservative on this planet, you are the new devil. That is what these politicians tell people like BLM, Antifa, and CNN, and MSNBC, MSNBC. They push, 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 push. So, all of this violence has been asked to be increased lately by a politician. Let me show you who I'm talking about here. This politician right here, Maxine Waters, has been calling... For violence to ramp up and confront. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not 
That's not Maxine Waters. No. <laughs> That's a drugged out James Brown. I did not mean to do that, folks. I am t- I am very sorry. No, that's not that's not Maxine Waters, but the real Maxine Waters. Now that you're laughing and probably spit out your coffee. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Maxine Waters in today's news, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm kidding. But she's the one who called for ramped up violence, ramped up confrontation, and she's a politician. But yet, she doesn't get called out for insurrection. She doesn't get called out for inciting violence and riots. She gets to keep her committees, uh, get to stay on her committees. Yeah. Okay. James Brown. <laughs> All right. I want to give another Smarty Award real quick here. Now, let me bring up this. This is, this is actually going to blow your mind. And I posted this yesterday on Telegram. Again, another thing that you should do is make sure you, you get Telegram. Make sure you have Telegram. You have access to Rumble. You have access to places like Parlor and Freedom and and, and 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 Gab and all these other ones. I don't have Gab, but but that's where you can also follow me, and that's where you see me post. Like I used to post on the Here We Go page on Facebook. How I used to post, uh, you know, articles all day and law and, and different things that happened throughout the throughout uh, the political universe all day. I do that on Telegram. I do that on Parlor. Okay, mostly on Telegram. But I want to. Uh, I posted this on Telegram last night. And I think you're really going to want to know about this, especially in light of the fact that how my wife's civil liberties were recently violated and how every time you are told to put on a mask in order to shop or go anywhere, or you're told to show papers that you are, that you are, um, essential or that you have your vaccine or any of that is all a violation of federal law. But even worse than that, let me show you a new study done by Stanford and an actual division of the United States government. This is going to blow your mind. Check this out. Stanford study results. Face masks are ineffective to block transmission of COVID-19 and actually can cause health deterioration and premature death. Check this out. A recent study, Stanford study, released by the NCBI, which is under the National Institutes of Health, showed that masks do not do absolutely nothing to help prevent the spread of COVID-19 and their use is even harmful. Look at what I just said. This is a study done right here. Look at this. See my cursor? By the NCBI. Who's the NCBI? They are under the National Institute of Health. So this is a government agency right here where my cursor is that is a division or a branch of the National Institutes of Health. Isn't that something? NIH published a medical hypothesis by Dr. Barak Vangeliboim, <laughs> cardiology division, Veterans Affair, Palo Alto Healthcare System, Stanford University, Palo Alto, California. And let's get down here. If you were to do a DuckDuckGo search, it would reveal that zero mainstream media outlets picked this story up when it was put out, and big tech tyrants will suspend people who post it. As political strategist Steve Cortez learned the hard way when he posted a tweet that went against the face mask narrative, the tweet itself featured a quote and a link that prompted Twitter to suspend his account potentially indefinitely. But check this out. The NCBI study begins with the following abstract. Many countries across the globe 
utilized medical and non-medical face masks as non-pharmaceutical intervention for reducing the transmission and effectivity of coronavirus disease 2019 COVID-19. Although scientific evidence supporting face masks efficiency Efficacy, I'm sorry, (laughs) is lacking. Adverse physiological, psychological, and health effects are established. Is has been hypothesized that face masks have compromised safety and efficacy profile and should be avoided from use. The current article comprehensively summarizes scientific evidences with respect to wearing face masks in the COVID-19 era providing prosper information for public health and decision-making. The study concludes, The existing scientific evidences challenge the safety and efficacy of wearing face masks as preventative intervention for COVID-19. The data suggests that both medical and non-medical face masks are ineffective to block human-to-human transmission of viral and infectious diseases such as SARS, cov 2 and COVID-19. Supporting against the usage of face masks. Look at that. Supporting against the usage of face masks. Wearing face masks have been demonstrated to have substantial adverse psychological and physiological effects. These include hypoxia, hypercapnia, shortness of breath, increased acidity, acidity and toxicity, activation of fear and stress response, rise in stress hormones, immunosuppression, fatigue, headaches, Declining cognitive performance, like Joe Biden. (laughs) Predisposition of viral and infectious illnesses, chronic stress, anxiety, and depression. Long-term consequences of wearing face masks can cause health deterioration, developing a progression of chronic diseases and premature death. Governments, uh, governments, policymakers, and health organizations should utilize prosper, prosper, it should say proper, right? Utilize proper and scientific evidence-based approach with respect to wearing face masks when the latter is considered a preventative intervention for public health. Now, I am not a doctor. However, if I take this, which is actually done by a group of doctors, by a division of the National Institutes of Health, and I take this to city councils, or I take this to state representative meetings, or anything like that, that should be sufficient enough, because I'm not a doctor, to at least throw an argument where I can actually talk about this and have this conversation based on not only my freedoms, but the doctor's summary (coughs) and conclusion of their research. Right? Eh wrong and for thinking of that you're stupid at least that's what they want you to think so i would like to give a smarty to stanford and the ncib for actually posting something that's true and that stands with our freedoms and everything we thought since the beginning so Stanford, you get the second smarty of the day. Now, let's move to the Supreme Court Justice real quick. Amy Phoney Barrett. That's right, folks. Amy Phoney Barrett. We're going to talk about her real quick because she has been a complete letdown. She's been a complete disaster and a disappointment after her nomination from President Donald J. Trump. She looked as if she would uphold the Constitution. She looked and sounded as if she was against... um, making law a bipartisan um, thing. It's not a bipartisan thing. Law is not bipartisan. Law is absolute. 
and you have to follow it just like journalism should be following the truth. You have to follow the law and not switch the law based on your desires or your feelings like the left does. However, Amy Phoney Barrett just sold a book advance for $2 million. And this is reported by Disclosed TV. And I thought to myself, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice, folks? That she can become a millionaire, become absolutely rich beyond beyond your wildest dreams, beyond my wildest dreams, while holding one of the highest seats in the land, being one of the highest judges in the land, sitting on top of the world, but yet can't even defend the Constitution as is written. But I thought Amy Phoney Barrett was a constitutionalist, was a textualist, which means interpret the Constitution as is written, not as in the way you interpret it. However, it seems that Amy Phoney Barrett has not even um, fallen short of being a textualist, but it looks like she's even fallen short of being a constitutionalist. And she's no better than Injustice John Roberts. Now, I want to show you something, talking about your federal rights, talking about your physical rights, talking about the rights that were given to you by God. Allow me to play a clip for you from two police officers who know that everything that's happened over the last year is an infringement on your rights and should have never been allowed to happen to begin with. But we as Americans became sheep, laid on our backs, and let them rub our bellies into compliance. Don't believe me? Well, let's just watch this quick little Instagram video that I have a lot pulled of them up here. Said the Constitution needs no, no explanation. It's been enforced for several hundred years now. It's easy to understand. It says what it means and means what it says. And the last time I read the Declaration of Independence, it, it, it specifically reminds all of us that we're endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights, which means God-given, among these life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and that governments were instituted among men specifically to secure our God-given rights. And it says when government becomes destructive to these lands, meaning when they go above and beyond trying to secure our liberties and trying to take them, it's the right of the people to alter or abolish that government, either by voting or ultimately, God forbid, to use our Second Amendment rights to protect ourselves from tyranny. And I'm just asking all the... Now let me ask you, isn't that what people tried to do on January 6th? Just a... Just a thought. Anyway, let's keep going. ...to unanimously join our sister counties of Wilkes, Surrey, Stokes, Lincoln, and Cherokee and get on board with this thing and publicly demonstrate to us that you're willing to uphold and honor the same oath I took when I put my hand on God's word and held my other hand up to him and swore that I'd give my life to defend that Constitution... And I, and I hate, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but regardless of what y'all do or don't do, I'm not going to enforce an unconstitutional law. I'm going to... Boom. I've seen officers nationwide enforcing tyrannical orders against the people. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's the minority of officers, but I'm not sure anymore because every time I turn on the television... Every time I turn, I look to the internet, I'm seeing people arrested or cited for going to church, for traveling on the roadways, for going surfing, opening their businesses, going to the park with their families, um, or doing nails out of their, out of their own house. 
using their own house as a place of business and have an undercover agents go there and arrest them and charge them with with what with a crime i don't i don't know what crime people are committing by doing nails in their own house but we're seeing this more and more and more and uh we need to start looking at ourselves as officers and thinking is what i'm doing right now i want to remind you that regardless of where you stand on the coronavirus we don't have the authority to do those things to people just because a mayor or a governor tells you otherwise uh i don't care if it's your sergeant or your chief of police we don't get to violate people's constitutional rights because somebody in our chain of command tells us otherwise Boom. that's not how this country works Boom. We do not get to violate people's rights just because somebody in our chain of command tells us otherwise. That could not be a more true statement. And I want to applaud that officer for actually saying what all of us already know and what we need to make sure that our sheriffs and our police understand. Ladies and gentlemen, they're the ones, our sheriffs and our police, they're the ones um, that protect us. Our local sheriffs, our local police, they're the ones that that can impose these draconian, fake, um, tyrannical laws against us. So we need to make sure, you need to really make sure that when your vote comes up for your sheriff, that you vote the right person in. Because these are the people that are going to be enforcing these draconian laws. And we need to make sure that we have more people, more cops, more sheriffs, more uh, law enforcement officials out there that understand that their duty is to you and the Constitution, not to a government that is enforcing unlawful orders for them to do onto you. That's going to end today's show, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for bearing with me through all these rough times. We will be back to normal here by the end of this week. That's right, by Saturday, or by, by the end of Friday, I'll be able to... Um, uh, Go live again where you're used to seeing me. And definitely by the end of month, I'm going to add so many more places. You're never, ever, ever going to be without Live from America ever again. So remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. You know, right, left, swamp donkey, rhinos. Anyway, anyway, long story short, there are right ways and wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you folks mm, 5 p.m. Eastern Time tonight for more Live from America with your host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Please like, comment, follow me on Rumble, follow me on YouTube if you haven't subscribed already. But more importantly, copy the link, share this video and go to jeremyharrell.com check out the new website and it's all and it's upgrade it's got a facelift like nancy pelosi got check out the new website donate help me out for the first leg of my tour from atlanta to the border in texas and if you can go to the store and um uh, purchase something from the store because it helps family farms and it helps to fund doing the things like i'm getting ready to do this weekend and uh, I just appreciate all the help. God bless you guys. And I'll see you tonight for more Live from America. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. See you later, folks.